Welcome to the 624 Pod, your home for all things independent films. We're going to discuss all the positives and negatives when it comes to independent filmmaking. We're going to have incredible guests from the film industry talk about the behind the scenes experience, the good, the bad, the ugly, and how the industry has changed in the past 10, 20 minutes. Yeah, minutes, hours, years. years. That's the point. It's always changing. And of course, we will always focus on independent filmmaking right here in our state of New Jersey. I'm Tom Baldinger. And I'm Mark Rigadana. All right, let's do this. Tom, who do we have next? Well, uh, our next guest is a pretty awesome dude, pretty awesome guy. Uh, I've known his name is David Schooner. He's the associate director of the New Jersey Motion Picture and Television Committee. I'm going to remove my old man glasses now and my script over there. Uh, <laughs> so, David, thanks for uh, for joining the 624 podcast. Really, really excited to have you on. Uh so the purpose of this podcast is uh, we're talking independent filmmaking, the do's, the don'ts, the good, the bad, the ugly, uh, and specifically uh, the current state of our industry and what's going on. So uh, being the associate director of the motion picture and the New Jersey motion picture and television committee. Before we go any oh, further than that, yeah, 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 let's go over the title. <laughs> yeah, if I'm a young filmmaker and I'm just starting out in this business, w w should I approach you about wanting to make a film? Where, where, where can you help? You know, so I, I say this with all deep respect for everybody: is that whether you're a, a young filmmaker or an older filmmaker or someone who's seasoned or not seasoned. You know, we're here and we're available. The state of New Jersey has us available. We work with music videos, corporate videos, independent producers, major studios. And if you're a student filmmaker who's looking for some guidance or looking for some attention, or you just need to be walked through something because you've never filmed in New Jersey before, we treat everybody the same. Everybody gets, and it's not a cliche to say a red carpet treatment, but we take the time to talk to everybody and walk you through it and give you the best practices of what it is. Our goal always is to uh, nurture talent and also to help and with the hope that eventually you're going to come back with a lot more money with a bigger production and you're going to say, I want to go back to that state because they have a tax incentive and also they really um, you know, broke their butts for me in helping with uh, my small production. That's awesome. So what are some of the big, what are, what are some of the big uh, uh, incentives of wanting to film in New Jersey? I have a production. What makes me come to New Jersey over Connecticut or Delaware or wherever? <laughs> so the reason why New Jersey is so attractive for filmmakers right now is because of Governor Murphy, because we have a very aggressive film and TV tax incentive. And I'll explain a little bit about it. The incentive is a credit that you get. And so if you have um, crew and personnel anywhere throughout the state of New Jersey, you get 35% back on your spend. So whatever you're spending, you're going to get 35% back as a credit on crew and personnel. If it's goods, wow. services, and purchases, you get 30% back if you stay inside a studio zone. So that doesn't mean whether you're union or non-union because the unions use yeah. the studio zone as a report to. So, but if you stay inside the studio zone, you only get 30% back. If you go outside the studio zone, 
you're going to get 35% back on good services and purchases. Wow. So theoretically, you know, how far out are you guys? Are you guys at 35 miles? Yes, Dave, how far out are you? Um, you theoretically could get uh, 37% back total because we have a 2% diversity bump up for people of color or women. So, wow. it, so if you are an independent filmmaker, you have to go where you're going to get the help to make your movie. It's difficult enough as it is. So by getting an incentive, it helps you make the movie. Maybe it's down the line. Maybe it's an investor you give it back to, or maybe it, you use it to uh, do the music or some sort of post angle. Dave, talk to me about as far as that filing for that tax credit. Uh, does the New Jersey does the Film Commission get involved in that for filmmakers? Does a, as a does an independent filmmaker call you up and say, "Hey, I don't know how to fill this out. What do I do?" Yes. So, so independent filmmakers, they call, everybody calls us up and they ask, uh, we usually have a discussion about the incentive. So we're part of the process, but the incentive is really executed through the uh, New Jersey division, you know, New Jersey economic development. They are, they are the people that actually do it. So we'll talk to you about some of the parameters, some of the guidelines, what you need to do, what are best practices. And then you need to go on the uh, EDA's website and they have a boilerplate that you need to fill out. The, you, they have their application that you need to fill. And, uh, and as you start working through that process, if you have questions, the EDA is there to help. And so is the, you know, the New Jersey Film Commission. Our goal, obviously, is to bring more production to the state and make it work for you. That's awesome. Yeah, so it's important, right? So independent filmmakers, as you're watching this podcast or listening to this podcast, make sure you reach out to the, the, the New Jersey Film Commission. Reach out to them. They're there to help, right? And we want more, we want more, you know, we want the big studios and we want more independent films being made here in New Jersey. There's a lot of great and, locations, right? Yeah, there's a lot of great stuff. So the, the whole goal is to be able to kind of guide you through the process. So when we're dealing with independence, obviously everyone's um, doing multiple jobs and it's, it's a big deal. You're stretched as much as you can. So the great thing about contacting the state film office is we're going to give you best practices. You may want to go to a particular place and they've had a lot of filmmaking lately and we may not advise you not to go to that particular location. Or mm. we may tell you what are the best places to go for something particular or to get you to think outside the box so that it maximizes what you're willing and have to spend. That's great. So you would even help with location, finding oh, locations. Oh, well, we help with locations. We we work with crew. We'll help you with catering. We know we'll do everything. We don't negotiate for you. But if you were going to call me, you know, call me up right now. And we've had a couple. We have a couple very small independent features filming in New Jersey right now. Uh, they have interim agreements, so it is. Uh, so the, you know they're okay to film, and their budgets are really limited, and so. We would recommend, well, here's a couple of caterers that I know are going to work within your budget range or are a little bit more hungry to work or get on production, start building up their credits. So this is, these are the people you should contact. I mean, we'll give you everybody because at the end of the day, it's like buying a car when you're making a movie. You try to see what fits for you, what you're looking to do and what you need to get. So yeah, it doesn't matter what the area is. Yes, it is. It is. And I always... 
when I talk to filmmakers, and that's part of really my job as the associate director, I call myself the moderator, the mediator, the go-between, the negotiator, the liaison, that in-between person. I'm always going to give you, I don't mean worst case scenario in a negative way, but I'm going to tell you this is what the deal is. I'm going to be as real as possible, but not as real as possible to be negative, but just so that yeah. you're fully informed. The biggest thing especially as an independent filmmakers hit me with everything so that there's no surprises. That's why you yeah. guys do, you know, you have to do even more so. I mean, the big, the big folks do it as well, but as independent filmmakers, you really need to do your homework. And that's, that's one of the things I wanted to uh, highlight with you mm-hmm. is it's all in prep, right? It, it's all in prep. It's all prep. And I'm not going to go in and name names, but you usually will have a production uh, that'll have problems, you know, outside of normal stuff because the, the business is difficult when you don't do enough prep. Yeah. Uh, that's, that's the, de- the devil's in the details. It really right, is. Yeah. It's in the details. And so even if uh, you're a independent producer, independent director, you're doing something. And so people are getting paid, but it's a little bit more a labor of love. You go the extra mile, do right. the extra prep so that, you have and minimize all those variables. You've you've eliminated everything that could possibly happen uh, in so much as what you're going to try to do. You know, and I was just yeah. talking to somebody about this. We're, we're going to be working on a, a new project. Actually, Mark is going to be working on this project with us uh, in, in mid to late October. Um, and one of the uh, one of the other actors slash writer and also producer on this project you know, we talked about, and you're talking about right the prep. The, the hardest work is the pre-production, right? <laughs> yeah. And yes, and it's yes. and it's it's the most important, right? And I was, I'm not sure if I was saying this to this gentleman or somebody else. And I said, the easy if you do all of your homework, if you do all of the pre-production work that you're supposed to be doing, if you're reaching out to New Jersey Film Commission, you're getting your signatory with SAG, you're getting all your paperwork done, you're you you know you're doing your location scouting, you get all of that done. When you come to set, that's when it becomes a little bit easier, right? Because you're if you, only mildly <clears throat> panicked. Exactly. Yeah, right. Yes, yes. right? You, you get to set, you're going, okay, yes. I'm all done. Like now I can just, you know, the director, you know, can just now can just call action and worry about what's happening in the creative space, right? You don't have to worry about all these other pieces. But to your point, Dave, it's the pre-production work. It's that prep and putting that, putting the time in and doing the research. We were just talking to another guest. Um, uh, you might know him, uh, Jack Mulcahy. From, oh, uh, yeah. So we were just talking to Jack in our last episode uh, and just talking about pre-production and doing that, doing the research. We were talking about film festivals and what film festivals should you be going, getting, submitting to? And it's all about that, doing your research. Don't just throw it up on the wall and, and hope that you, uh, that you get into any Talent festival. Talent alone won't get you through it. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, you know, and, and, and the, more, the pr- more pre-pro you do, you're eliminating all those issues that as an independent filmmaker, you just can't throw money at it. So I'm not saying that the big studios or anyone that has a higher budgeted stuff just throws money at it, but there's an ability to throw money at it. If you're having a difficult location or some issues pop up, you can do stuff like that. It's not always the end all, but when when you're on a shoestring budget, it's not a case of, let me just throw some more money at it to make it go away. It, It just doesn't function that way. No, not at all. Dave, talk to us a little bit about, or our audience a little bit about, um, what's happening here in New Jersey with some of the studios being built and 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 the, the progress that's going on with that. 
So, so one of the, the more exciting things we have right now, obviously, part of the goal of having a very strong film and TV business in any state, and it's particularly in our state, is having the infrastructure. You need the infrastructure. And so one of the exciting things we have going on right now is we have five stages that are here. I should say five, there are five companies that are here right now. And so one is Cinelise, which is purposely built over in Jersey City. They have three sound stages and are in the process of building three more, which Amazing. is wonderful. Oh, amazing. And then over, yeah, over in Kearney, I've got Mile Way Studios over there. I've got Ten Basin. And then I also have Palisade Stage. So there's three more there that all have productions on them. And then I go up to Munaki and I have Sustainable Stages that has uh, a production on it. And then for right now, we've had it for the past, since our tax incentive started, over at the IZOD Center is being used as a... uh, as a stage as well. The uh, AMC has a lease on it and they do the Walking Dead, Dead City and uh, the upcoming shows that they're gonna be doing are out of there. So with that being said, what's projected down the line is Netflix down at Fort Monmouth. Yep. We've got Lionsgate in, uh, that's over gonna be in Newark. Newark, And yeah. I had yeah. 1888 stages over in Bayonne. So they're in various different stages. Uh, it takes time. You know, it's a huge multi-million dollar projects that are going to be uh, be done and need to be done. So, uh, but it's exciting because once you've got that strong infrastructure, then you're going to have uh, writer's rooms here. You're going right. to have all those ancillary services that are going to be on the back lot. And so that's key. And that's important because we want you to, be able to come into the state from start to finish and make a movie. We also have, uh, which is exciting, we have Fife & Studios up in in Inglewood Cliffs, which is really our first full-service post-production house. Fantastic. So if you ever get a chance, my friends, if you can go up, uh, Molly will uh, show you around. It's worth seeing their space and also the post-production, the dailies, all that stuff. So once you've got that strong infrastructure – then all those other things follow as well. You're going to get, and, and that is really key to all the process and offering opportunities to uh, New Jerseyans. And to the, and I was just going to say, you know, how, how do independent filmmakers take advantage of, maybe take advantage of the wrong word, but how do they, how do they inquire? How do they find out about getting in, involved and working with these studios? What's, is that, that's so, going through you? Yeah, so generally it goes through, you know, so they're the, the, all the older, the ones that are new are in the process, you know, that's a little bit down the line. The current yeah. ones right now, obviously we're coming out of the Writers Guild strike and Screen Actors Guild, I'm, I'm certain and hopeful, will be resolved within a period of time. But one of the things that anyone that wants to work in the film business should do is register with our office. You can go online, you register your service with the office. And as filmmakers come into the state and start looking to work in the state, they do go to our our directory and pull people out, especially when things are really hopping and buzzing. And our website is a great resource for filmmakers, whether they're independent or uh, studio, because it's a wealth of knowledge and a wealth of uh, information that you may have. It's not flashy. It's not supposed to be flashy. It's not a entertainment site. It's it's. Uh, very tactile. You go and get the information that you need, and uh, and uh, and start your project. That's awesome. That's I, so I'm very excited. I'm I'm really I'm, I'm 
good to know. I'm happy to know you, Dave. I, I've called you <laughs> multiple times uh, on yes. some of my projects uh, when I've had some uh, some what I thought were smart questions, and it turned out to be a dumb question. It's like Tom, why didn't you know this? Um, so it's so. It's yeah, yeah, yeah. But, but Tom, you know what the great thing is is when it's, we talk all the time is uh, first of all, I, we always try to be accessible. I'm not just saying that. Mm-hmm. And, uh, and the other you thing are. is, well, thank you. We really talk it out. And so right. you 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 talk about especially you as as a independent filmmaker you talk about what you're looking for what you're trying to accomplish and I remember we've gone back and forth about stuff and yep. I may be telling you um, something that you may not want to hear and I don't mean that once again as a negative way but right. it's just being informed as how do I move forward and not I hate sugarcoating stuff in a way that leads someone on to think something's not going to be what it is exactly I'd rather and give if- you. Give you a worst case scenario and then come back and say it was gumdrops and lollipops. <laughs> <laughs> no, anytime I've spoken to you and called you, it's it's been informative. It's been educational. It's always been very I've, I've always come out of those conversations going, oh, I feel good now. You know, I, all right. Now I know. Now I know something I didn't know yesterday. Um, I have a question, but I don't you, I don't want to cut. Oh, you. So. The WGA settlement is is happening. Yes. Yes. You, you and and, you, you know. Are you crazy? Are you busy? What's going on? I mean, let's, you got to be like, what's happening? So, Talk to us about so, it. Well, you know, so obviously we're not involved in the minutia of the negotiations. And right. uh, so we're very excited that uh, both sides have reached an agreement. I think that's a big deal. It's going to be very positive and we're right. moving forward. They're moving forward. And I think once um, they start sitting down with Screen Actors Guild, and once again, we're not part of that that process, but I think once they can reach uh, that place that they're like the writers guild reached. I think we're going to be slamming busy again. I think it's going to be, uh, very much the way it was prior to prior to the strike. I just want to give you a couple numbers and we are proud of them, but I want to show you the tactileness of a production. And one of the things with the numbers I'm going to give you is that they include everybody the music videos, the corporate videos, it's everything. It's, you know, so, so the big productions or anyone that uses our uh, film and TV tax incentive, they add to it. So in the previous administration, we did about 67, $62 million. Generally speaking, that's, that's what we would do. And in 2018, the first year of the tax incentive with only four tax incentive projects, we jumped up to 141 million. Awesome. 2019, we went up to 421 million. So big jump. And then obviously COVID came and mm. uh, kind of crushed everything, but we still did $88 million. That's and uh, once again, that had to do with Governor Murphy and uh, being very supportive of independent filmmakers and filmmakers during that period of time. And then 2021, we did 500 million. And in 2022, we did $701 million. So yeah, so those are real. Those are real oh, numbers. New Jersey, come on. Yeah, they're incentive. They're incentive, but at the same time, it's real numbers. We're incentivizing filmmakers to come here because if we didn't have the incentive, they would go someplace else. One other thing, and I talk a lot. Uh, yeah, this that is, this, this is the point. <laughs> we want such good stuff. This is great stuff. This is what we want the independent filmmakers to be hearing. So go, it's yours, please. So, so, so the the one thing that we're really happy about, and one of the things that makes me most proud, is when we first started with our incentive. I would talk to crew, whether union, non-union, you know, independent filmmakers. You could be an independent filmmaker and be union. Most of you know they do that. Is 
They're able to go home at night with their families. They're able to stay in the state where they grew up, where they work, where they live, and able to go home at night compared to, and I'm not going to you know, mention other states, but where you're working in another state and it's two hours to get to the mm-hmm. front door of a studio. Now, you may choose to do that because you like the production for whatever reason. You There's a lot of parameters, but we're thrilled that we're able to give people the option that live in the state, work in the state, to stay here and within a reasonable amount of time be able to go home and have a uh, have a life and not spend themselves traveling. That's awesome. Yeah. Uh, so, so I'm so I'm so happy to be uh, to to be uh, you know a filmmaker here in this state of New Jersey. I really am, and I think it's really important that you know that we keep promoting New Jersey. We keep promoting independent filmmakers to keep making movies. The WGA getting this settlement done. Let's ha- let's get SAG in line. Let's get this let's get this rocking and rolling. Dave, talk to me about projects that you work on. Are you that you get involved in? Not not the, as far as New Jersey Film Commission, but you as a as a film lover, as a film, you know, t- talk to me about that. Well, you know, the great thing that I, I do love about my job is that um, I love assisting filmmakers, but at the same time, I always use the phrase that I need to keep myself creatively sane. At this, I need to be working on my own projects as well, whether it's on the weekend or I take some time off. And so there's numerous projects over the years that I have worked on uh, that I've produced, and it gives me a great level of satisfaction to be able to do something that's myself. One of the things I'm most proud of is that during COVID, as we first started coming out of COVID, everybody was really not creatively sane and everyone was really trapped in their houses and really not doing anything that was, uh, it was really kind of very bad. So one of the things myself and my film partner, AJ Swerves, what we wanted to do is what can we do to get people that we know actively involved doing something creative? So we kind of created this, uh, this uh, series, this character called Tuddy, who mm-hmm. is, it's, it's black and white, it's silent. Uh, he lives in Atlantic City in 1921. And it's a very much a throwback to Chaplin and uh, Buster Keaton. It's that time period. And Tuddy is a uh, code enforcement officer for women's swimwear. Because back in 1921, uh, you had to wear certain type of outfits if you were female, even guys. And they would measure you. You could be arrested or actually even fined. So that was a great premise. But what we wanted to do is how do we <laughs> – it's Love true. It. I've, we pulled historically <laughs> of photos, everything. It, it, was, it was really a lot of fun. <laughs> so we, want, we said how do we keep people that we know – how do we give everyone something creative to do and be creatively sane? So what we did is um, – we got, we created six episodes where it was almost like a series. So I had six different directors, um, uh, three different writers. Uh, it was six different ADs. It was four different editors. Um, and it was a group of people that came together to make these two to four minute shorts, these two to four minute silent black and white shorts (laughs) that, they were able to do something creative during that period of time during COVID. There weren't huge casts. It was very, very uh, small. And the wonderful thing is for me and for AJ is we almost like we're showrunners on a series because we would do an episode with a different director, a different AD, uh, the camera person, you know, our DP stayed the same, and we would work through that. 
and it just gave everybody a way to prep, plan, and then film and edit something that was creative. And uh, it was a lot of fun. It was just how many one, one horses little... did you have jump off the pier? <laughs> <laughs> so we, you know, that's it was great, great, great research. You know, let me tell you something. Atlantic City in 1921, the way you got on the uh, on the beach is you went under the boardwalk because you had to be you. You were not walking across the boardwalk. You went under because they were very concerned, obviously, about what you looked, about sand, all those kind of stuffs. But it was it was a lot of fun, and the biggest thing awesome. was. Where yeah. can we see it? Yeah, where it's can we on see you, it? It's on, it's on YouTube. If you Google Tutty, uh, it's on YouTube channel, Tutty Film. And uh, there are little short things. And it was a great way to keep myself creatively sane. Mm-hmm. And we had about, uh, I would say in total, total, to, we had about 35 people that worked on six different episodes. And I That's kept great. Them, yeah, them creatively sane. That's fantastic. That's fantastic. Dave, uh, we're, you know, we're going to wrap up here. I want okay. you back. We want you back. You got to come back. You got to come back on. There's so much more to talk about. Come back dressed as Tutty. <laughs> <laughs> you know, I have to tell you something. Uh, the actor who played Tutty, Rocco, is just amazing. And he looks a little like Fatty Arbuckle. And uh, I, I, half, half your, your audience may not even, hopefully your, hopefully your audience does know who Fatty Arbuckle is, or Roscoe Arbuckle. He aided the term Fatty. And, um, but Rocco, Rocco was amazing and did all six episodes and i'd love to come back anytime listen it's all about telling your listeners telling the people watching the the, your, the podcast you know call us hit us up go to our yep. website yes and do do the research and i'm we're all accessible here we all work on different things sometimes tom you know i may be a little bit busier a little crazier because there's a lot going on but at the end of the day we will get back to everybody uh, at some point, even if it's a little later at night. I love you, what I do for a living. Never yeah. not returned. Dave has never not returned a phone call from me. He is, and I'm not saying this because he's on. He has never not <laughs> returned an email. Um, yeah. It was either he's called me back within like 10 minutes or an hour or the next day, or if he can't, he's he right away he gets back to me because Tom, I'm in, I'm in the middle of something right now, but I will get back <laughs> to you. And so you know, folks, independent filmmakers, Dave is a great resource to have. Uh, is a great resource in the business, and I'm I'm so happy to know you. I'm so happy that you're here to to lead the efforts, uh, and to, and do doing what you're doing. Um, so this is one question that we ask all of our our um, our guests, and I didn't tell you I was going to ask you this question, but that's okay. <laughs> um, but before we do that, before we do that, I just want to yes. mention our sponsor is uh, Cream Ridge Golf Course and the Roost oh. uh, Restaurant is out in Cream Ridge, New Jersey. They are our sponsor for the Six Twenty Four podcast. Great, uh, great golf course, great restaurant, and uh, Dave. If you ever get a chance, go out there. And Dave, I, I actually, I actually have been on Cream Ridge. <laughs> oh, have you? It's, yes, it was years been... ago. <laughs> he yes. shot a putty episode. <laughs> <laughs> and uh, go to uh, go to six twenty four productions dot com, and you can you can order yourself a hoodie. Oh, uh, that's great! T shirts. And Dave, uh, I got to get your your size uh, for being on our show. I'll get you a get you a hoodie out to you. Thank you. Um, but here's our question. Okay. Uh, and it's uh, it's one that we were excited to get your answer. Give us your top three movies. Oh wow! Holy guacamole! <laughs> and we'll give Holy you <laughs> we'll give you a tie if you want for like a fourth. If there's like one that's there's two that you really want to put in there. So yeah, little, little <laughs> under the gun here. Yeah, so so yeah, you know, to be fair, uh, I'm a, a massive Hitchcock fan. 
massive okay. Hitchcock fan. So it's it's Rear Window, it's probably Psycho, and then everything else kind of rotates all over the place because I even like uh, I'm a huge fan of Spielberg's Empire of the Sun, and I know yeah. you weren't expect expecting that one. And, uh, and Christian yeah. Bale, right? Christian Bale, yeah, Christian won, Bale, won yes, Bale, supporting actor. That yes, was his, I. Right? I love that movie because when you go into that movie, it's three hours long. It's a long movie. And at the end, uh, you don't realize you sat there for three hours. And at the end, Spielberg, what he did was you forget what the kid's parents look like. Because at the end of the day, Christian Bale's running around the orphanage trying to say, I don't remember my parents look like because of everything that went on with the war with him. And so, yeah, so... That's, he was that's just kind of Christian it. Bundle back then. <laughs> yeah, yes. I like it, All About Eve, Casablanca. I mean, I could, I could go. Eve. Yeah. And so I could, I could go through all that stuff. Sunset Boulevard, Billy Wilder. So, I, I, you know, I'm going to give you guys a lot of credit. You knew All About Eve. I uh, talk to film classes all the time. And, uh, yeah, not so much. <laughs> and that's, that's so sad that young people don't know that don't, film. That's that's amazing. Uh, I give I give my give my interns homework. They have to watch. We give them a movie a week. They have to watch. But oh, anyhow, great. sorry. Yeah, that's awesome. That's awesome. I want yeah. I want to take your class. <laughs> well, Dave, thank you so much for for coming on. We're gonna we're gonna we're gonna get you back on again. We've got we got a ton of great uh, guests and uh, can't wait to have you back on. Such, such a such a great conversation and you're you're a good person. And uh, folks, reach out to New Jersey Film Commission. Do your prep. Do your homework. Reach out to them. They are there to support you. Thanks a lot, Dave. Thank you. Take it easy, guys. Appreciate it. That was awesome. Well, Mark, we uh, got another another awesome guest. I mean, it's just uh, we got this is this is turning out to be very very interesting. A lot. Of, I, we're we're doing better than I thought we were. Doing. <laughs> All right, folks. Thanks so much for listening and watching. Uh, and uh, tune in for uh, another episode probably uh, in a couple days. All right. Take care. Thanks, everybody.